I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So this might look like a table, but it's actually a bit of stage. Is this a bit of stage? Yeah, stage deck. What? Mm-hmm. See, stage, stage deck, GT, What's the brand. I don't think so, it's stage uh, deck. So you must feel, feel very comfortable Everything else about this is quite professional and slick, but yes, that is a shame. Why? Why is it a shame? I quite like the fact that we can... It's edgy. And what we do is we... Literally. It's food (laughs) on a chopping board, that's what it is. No, it's not. I I turn... I I can turn anything into a useful product. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're you're about to say you can turn anything into a pun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can turn anything into a pun, and I can turn anything into a useful product. Give me, Give me something. Go on, I'll turn it into a useful product. All right, um... Yeah. Let's see about this. Um, a mirror has smashed into uh, two pieces. What do you do with the two pieces? Oh, the two separate pieces? The two separate pieces. Francis. Francis snorts, Francis snorts cocaine off one. Lovely. No, no, no. I, I, I've got one. Okay, so... <laughs> Francis goes, give me that mirror! Because <laughs> he's the one who smashed it during his rage. I've been doing coke off bits of stage. <laughs> No, give me that mirror back. I, I, I want it, need it. And I'm willing to pay for it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most individual details of our lives. Joined with us today is a person who I have probably known the longest out of anyone in this room, for sure. And probably anyone who's been on the podcast, I think. Ivo Graham. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Ivo. You know, you, you should have actually said... Uh, award-winning stand-up comedian, nope. Ivo Graham. No need. Get into the backstory. Okay, let me do that again. Award-winning, born in Tokyo, One Summerfields educated, Eton educated, Oxford educated. Ticked all the boxes. All of that education. F- father. To be. To be. Yes. You're a father to be. Yes, I am, actually. Well, suddenly got really loud in here. Because you just turned yours <laughs> up the wrong way. Like, turn it that down. <laughs> I love how Francis turns their thing. Suddenly got really loud in here, but you're turning it up. Like, that's what you're doing. Can I turn mine down as well? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit stressful, yeah, actually. Yeah. I, it's a bit stressful. Like you were trying to make, make me stressed by talking to me about is that my my one, is that yours? And Who's turning is that the volume up. That's mine. Okay, that's yours. Is, this, is that mine? There we go. Fine, nine. Um, I vote. Man, we do. Dude, we go back a long way. We do. But we have had a bit of a, a family period of about uh, fallow means um, not much going length, on a length of period with nothing going on Francis yes. uh, yeah I know did you, did you know yeah that? I knew that do you want to give me another word before we begin Go on. Um, but you knew that because it happened to you <laughs> no. you're like oh that's what that means <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone always says that to me like what does that mean you yeah. gotta stop having fallow periods <laughs> go on give me another word Ivan uh, um, uh, can I give you one that I don't know that I've just thought of uh, perspicacious I know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, it basically means when you see, you know, when you see perpetuation, per- per- no. precipitation. <laughs> no. Jamie. When you see precipitation on a window, but then yes. you 
You collected on a mirror. There's dignity you... in not knowing, Jamie. There's <laughs> dignity in not knowing. <laughs> but dude, Ivan, we do. We're, we're from way back. We went yes. to um, Summerfield School for Boys together. Oh uh, yeah. Can I say what's very annoying is um, when I saw you last uh, at uh, we did a radio show called Fighting Talk together, and I was very excited to bring the old school magazines to show you as a as a sort of um, a greeting gift. Uh, and I was very keen to bring today, and I've forgotten them. And actually, there's just so much in there. It is, there's uh, so much content in there. And I would feel less guilty doing it here because when we did a fighting talk, we had uh, you know the very immediate deadline of a live radio show, and also quite a lot of people who I think were judging us for <laughs> being such smug uh, <laughs> school. They were all judging us. Really? Well, because it's quite you know you had uh, the other panelists were Catherine Mary, who's uh, like an Olympic uh, sprinter. Um, uh, you, uh, Steve Bunce, who's this very intimidating boxing pundit. <laughs> Uh, Colin Murray, the host, quite quite impatient as well. Yeah. And then these two lardy dars <laughs> talking about you know Jamie winning Victor Ludorum in 1999. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, and my first Ivy comes up to me and said, "You probably won't remember me, but I'm Ivor Graham." And I went, "Ivor, yeah, I remember you. Um, I remember what house he was in. I remembered everything about him." And and first thing I said, "It's weird how that those things stick in your head, like what house someone in, uh, was in yeah. at, at that. prep school." Mm. Yeah. He was in. He was in. You in case. I was um, in case. Like yes. me. Likewise. And um, he said, "You." He went. You're very good at sport. And I said, "Yeah, I won Victor Ladorum five years in a row." And everyone. <laughs> this is all on the radio. No, this, this is. I think this, this is before that. And then honestly, Steve Bunce looked at me, and I think he wanted to shoot me. Yes. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And it was. It was a Saturday morning, wasn't it? People are normally hungover. It was this thing called Fighting Talk. I didn't even know what fighting talk was. And then I turned up how to talk about football and I was panicking the whole way through. Jamie was excellent on the show. It was a superb was debut. It? What, was it about boxing or it's football? Basically, yeah. you get lots of questions and you can relate them um, to, to, to whatever, to, to fighting ideally, um, uh, but uh, to intellectually. Mm. But um, it's, it's like, uh, you know, s- someone was in the news um, in the sporting news this week because uh, they've, they've been banned for two weeks but what is the worst ever sporting ban that's a terrible example but like you, you can provide any I answer know, from I know. sporting history. we can do it we can play it now okay. Eric Cantona jumping into the stands and with a fly kick great with a fly kick yeah do you think that was as bad as Lance Armstrong yeah way worse actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. way worse than doping all his life and yes, like exactly. yeah way worse kicking one fan versus letting down millions <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you went to we went to Summerfield together yes. uh, at Summerfield School for Boys. What do you think of boys? School for Boys? It is it Summerfield. It's a boys. Boy. I don't think it was called Summerfield School for Boys. Yes, it is Summerfield School for Boys. Okay, that's well. what I was told. I said I went when I was told. I was like, "Where are you going to school?" I was like, "Summerfield School for Boys." <laughs> and then I went to Radley College School for Boys. Right. And then I went to Leeds University for Boys and girls. <laughs> Come on, they must have let some girls in by that point. <laughs> yeah, but we hated them. <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't have it die hard. What did you think of what did you think of boarding school? Um I really enjoyed Summerfields. So I went to Summerfields and then I went to Eden College for boys. Um but uh, in between my family went to live in Australia because my dad got a job in Sydney. Yeah, I saw I saw that in one of your um, acts. Actually it was funny because in one of his acts. One of my his acts. Act. One of his acts. Yes. Is his, acts. One of his routines. He oh. talks about that. And I thought because it's funny. Wait, where were so, you watching this? I, I was I was there. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Oh, great. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I watched yeah, it was on YouTube. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I was. Uh, I did see. Ivo's face was full of just glee. <laughs> Wait, someone came. Someone came. I knew someone was there. <laughs> I could have got away with that. No, but the so so you were you were born in Tokyo. Mm. I was actually conceived in Tokyo. Yes. My 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 parents lived there uh, when I was when I was not born. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, but then also, like you, I I, I thought oh, I got it. That's interesting. And then also, you had a hiatus from British boarding school. Which yes. the same same with me. But I went to America, and then I came back, just, and, I had, and I had an American accent. Just quickly to, for all the all the listeners out there, hiatus. Jamie, I'm just for the listeners in his flow. It's I'm very similar to uh, you know, a fallow period. Actually. It is actually <laughs> perfect. That's God, this why. is such a well-structured <laughs> podcast. Everything relates to everything else. It's not just three people that's faffing it, around. That's a called a callback. For yeah. Very nice. Or a uh, sabbatical is another yeah. good one. Oh, so about a gardening leave. Gardening <laughs> leave. Francis went to garden in America for a few years. Yeah, I had a gardening leave period, and then. Uh, and it was a, a fallow gardening leave period oh, as well. No, no so, flowers. Wait, so but you, so you've been back to Tokyo, Francis? Uh, I have, yeah, and and I actually have a Japanese cider. Do, yeah. Wait, hang on, and that's why it all relates back yeah. to the beginning. <laughs> that life is magical. I now get it. Yeah. Life is really the circle of yeah. life. It is. Fast. I don't think that's the phrase. <laughs> I thought it is. Like, it, that's the new phrase. Life is really the circle of life. <laughs> That is the I think you want to avoid repetition of any words in the catchphrase, <laughs> if possible. No, listen. Always humour you want to repeat. Repeti- humour is repetition. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, the more you repeat it, sometimes the funnier it gets, right? That's true. To but, a point. But so, I mean, so we can go back. So you loved, uh, you loved prep school, which I is did. from ages of 8 to 13, right? At 8 to 13. But this is why I would love to compare and contrast with the Bool story. Oh, yeah. Because um, because I found that having gone to a different country and gone to a day school, so that was I went when I was ten. We went to Australia and came back when I was thirteen. And I really liked being at day school. And it was funny. You lived in Sydney, and so you could like go to the beach and stuff. And, and play then, with the kangaroos and, and, and just kangaroos. And I, I lived jumping I, around everywhere. I lived on a beach for four years in, in America. In, in America. And are you guys are trying to compare that you're very similar? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's weirdly similar. <laughs> Why is Jamie yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you want to go and do this podcast somewhere else, Francis, yeah. I'm absolutely delighted to. Yeah. But, uh, um, but I found it much harder coming back to England and going back to boarding school because I'd had a taste of uh, freedom. Except yours is just slightly better because you were you were born in Tokyo. I was right. only conceived there. I may have I went, I went well. to America. You went to Australia. I went back and went to this minor public school and you went to Eton. College for boys. I, <laughs> I, I went to Edinburgh and you went to Oxford. It's like you're just basically, slightly better. Yeah, I'm like... You, you want to be Ivan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to be you, Ivan. Ivan, you, you are Francis as everything that he wants to be. I'm Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> The thought, the thought. I was just looking at this Wikipedia. I was like, God, the thought, the thought that Ivo Graham is what Francis is ultimate wants to be. No, Brad Pitt playing Tyler Durden. It's like like sliding doors. It might, it could could have been so different. (laughs) My parents had just stayed in Japan for longer. Seen out the pregnancy (laughs) in Japan rather than coming. Where where were you born? Hammersmith. Oh dear. Exactly, rather than some glamorous Japanese hospital. Hey everyone, we're going to come back with private parts in just one second, just after this. Whew, there we go. Now, let's get back into it. You, you like prep school, but then when you felt the sense of freedom, you didn't really like going back to prep school. Uh, going back to boarding school, back I think. To boarding school. Because I think, I mean, I, I, still, I had a good time at Eton, and it's a very good education, and I'm very grateful for it. Um, and I did have some friends who are still good friends now, but not that many. And... 
I just felt a bit more, you know, when you're a teenager, which can, of course, be very hard in yeah, some ways. It's really hard. I think when you went to boarding school for the first time at, like, seven or eight, you didn't know any better. Uh, you a bit homesick at first, but Summerfields was really good at dealing with that. Like, there was all these activities. <laughs> mm. They were terrible. Did you th- think that? I thought they were... I was put in a dormitory and told to go to sleep and wasn't allowed to call my mum for two weeks. And oh. then the person next to me went, Mummy! And I went, oh, my God, get me out of here! <laughs> That's literally what happened. And to make friends, I pretended that I slept walk because I thought it was cool. Really? <laughs> Great stuff, Jamie. That's so how. Just run me through pretending to sleepwalk and I how that works. I swear to God, this is true. I, I I was in the summer term my first year, and I was in Upper House, which is a which is a boarding house at Summerfield. I don't think you'd be in Upper House in your first year. Jamie. Yeah, I was in Upper House in my you first sure year. You sure you went in Borva? No, I was not in Borva. Borva. All right, you guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <for this. laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going to move this along. <laughs> Someone someone has just been so alienated away from this podcast that they're never, ever going to switch back because all we're talking about is in public school slang. Oh, and on. one specific school as well. <laughs> That's fine. Well, let's hear this fine. talking. So I apologise to all of our listeners who, 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 who cannot relate, but it is quite funny. So we lived in boarding houses, which are dormitories. So, we'd all, so you'd have, I don't know, 50 boys in a house and of those 50 boys or 40 boys would all be separated into different rooms together in dormitories. Were you in the same year? Or? Year below me. Mm, exactly. You blow uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I was his. I was his elder. <laughs> <laughs> and and anyway, so I was in upper house, and I did my first year, and then second year, and the third year, and then my third year, which was the summer term, I was sleeping in the top bunk. And what happened was, is one night I uh, got out of bed to go and take a pee, and I went and took a pee, and so- someone, a guy called Matthew, uh, said to me, Jamie, Jamie. Like that, and I didn't respond to him. And I walked into the bathroom, and he went over, and I came going, "Oh my god, he's sleepwalking! He's sleepwalking!" He's sleepwalking. So in my head, I went, "Well, this has uh, won everyone <laughs> over." <laughs> so I walked back in and sleptwalked back into my bed, supposedly. And then I repeated this every single week for six days, like for six days in a row, where I would then have like codes to my roommates uh, to say that I was actually going to start sleepwalking. So every single time I would say, God, you know, when I was a kid, my mum said if I started snoring, that meant I was about to sleepwalk. So we'd all be like going to bed (laughs) and I would start to go... And they'd go, oh, my God, he's about to sleepwalk. And then I would get, then I would get out of my bunk bed and just, and just sleepwalk around the room, totally awake, thinking I was wicked, until, wow. until this one time I sleptwalked. And our housemaster came in and found me sleepwalking. What are you doing? And I just had to pretend to sleepwalking. <laughs> and he, he picked me up and put me back in my bed. <laughs> what an oh astonishing God. insight. What, what, and what then? <laughs> yeah. And then we had sex with <laughs> Good, good. Uh, but so, Ivor, so you went to Australia, um, yes. and what, did you love Australia more than England, or was uh, it? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, both uh, they have both got great qualities. I'm I thought, you were, gonna, I thought you were going to say, did you love Australia more than Eton? <laughs> Australia versus Eton. There's the charity football match I'd like to see. Um, <laughs> one of two people in this life. Um, <laughs> Um, I, uh, I, I, li- I like them all. They were all good, formative life experiences. But, but, surely, sorry, but surely you went from a very much a sort of, uh, I suppose, a prestigious kind of British... English public school going to Australia, which I don't, I think the education and the whole scenario and everything would be completely different, correct? Oh, not really. I mean, it was a day school that was the main difference, but it was still a pretty, you know, uh, it was it was a good school and and you know the 
most of the traditions and stuff were, were the same. It just more Australians. More Australians. And uh, I'm sorry if you can't handle that, but uh, I was able to put aside my prejudices and but blend in. But we've got some Australian listeners. Then, yes, so. and... and uh, you know, hello to all of you. <laughs> but were there were there girls at your school? Was it still a boys' school in Australia? No, it was still a boys' school. But you had that. <laughs> you slime. demanded that. I'm not going. There must be some consistency. <laughs> no mother and sister. <laughs> you're living in Sydney, but the only one was in Melbourne. You had to like, <laughs> just commute to Melbourne to go to an all boys' school. <laughs> I um. I think what really what I was really obsessed with when I came back uh, to England and went as, uh, to Eton as a teenager was that my, I was I'd had a better time in Australia and also that my my teenage years and therefore my life would have been better if we'd stayed in that really petulant teenage yeah. way because there are a few things I think the football I, I was really into football and the standard of that was quite a lot lower in Australian schools because it was much less important people were doing rugby and cricket and so I went from being like in the C's or whatever at Summerfields to being a captain <laughs> of the A's <laughs> in Australia so like, actually yeah. this same thing happened to me in America. We're the same. Yeah, yeah. The same thing. And you're I, in the bees. You're in the bees, right? No, no, no. I played. I played county football right. in in America. Soccer. Yeah, soccer, exactly. Mm. But and then I came back and I was like in the. Oh, the and coming back to it, when you've been yeah, when you've been county. I mean, there was there was talk of state for me from not to keep one up one up in it, but uh, I, I reckon I'd have gone all the way to state. <laughs> talk of me going to state. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing is, is that at Summerfields, which had uh, 50 boys in a year, or 40 odd boys in a year, you were in the Cs. So that, that's, that is, that is my maths. That is 33 boys. So you were, the, you were above like half. You were lower than half. Well, if you let yourself down there, show me. And these factual errors are part of your charm. But uh, up until third year, which is when I left, you played in teams of seven, actually. Oh, you did? You did. It was like seven a side. And then only when it was in your third, you'd go into the Colts, which was 11 a side. And actually, oh, yeah, it was a the, big deal when you got into the Colts. And, like, sh- and in the Colts, I was I was on the fringes of Colts A, but I, I think my home was in the Colts B. Really. I remember when I the Colts were you saw your third year. It was, it was third year or fourth year Colts. Third year. Third year was Colts, and we played in what we had at Summerfields was. And I think I've told you the story before, Francis, but maybe I haven't. We had father and son's cricket match, yes. and the father and son's cricket match was. Um, what it sounds like as fathers and sons. Well, I'm man. sure people can put this together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had a uh, a dad who came in who was called Mr. Kinsley, who was a very aggressive batsman. And remember, we are we are how old? We are ten. Right. We are ten. Whatever. And <clears throat> and Charlie Kinsley, his his son, came and bowled one and bowled it like bounced and it bounced and it went past him. And um, we we're like, okay, we'll bring the fielders in. So a guy called George Setia was put in at like short right, like <laughs> close to him. You know where. They, so it's on drive, like an on drive, whatever we do, an on drive. <clears throat> and Charlie Kings came and bowled one, and the what bounced up and hit his dad's shoulder. From that moment, I saw anger flicker in the dad's eyes. So Charlie Kings then got the ball back, ran down wicket, bowled. His dad ran up the wicket and smashed the ball as hard as he could straight into George Setter's arm and broke his arm. <laughs> That is it that was, is a good it was, story. It was, that sounds it was, funny. So Probably had to be there. I, guess. No, it was, I, I wasn't there, and I've loved it. But also, the funny thing about it is, you know, on these wickets, it's not like a twelve-yard wicket what you normally have in professional cricket. Yeah. it was like six yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he literally yeah, yeah. ran to the other end of the thing and tried to smack <laughs> for a six against a ten-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What I loved about the story was the, the reintegration of George Sethia, because when, when, when Jamie brought him in, I thought this is just to add detail and colour to the story, but he was crucial. <laughs> was, he's so crucial to that moment. I wasn't just setting the scene where the fielders are. He was crucial to that moment. Wow. But yeah. I think, do you not think that, so you, you liked some of those, you loved Australia. You then came back and uh, went to Eton College. Uh, but why didn't you like Eton? Because more boys, more competition, bigger kind of scenario. What is it? Harder to fit in? Yeah, well, I just think I... So I was obsessed with uh, having my um, Australian state football career <laughs> <Yeah>. wasted. <laughs> uh, livid about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's again, you had it at the beginning of your life, the sliding yeah. doors process. You just had it. You just, sliding doors, if only I could have gone from the seas at England to state Australia. I, I felt the same about my surfing career, which was cut short. <laughs> I'd just done my first competition when I was... Yeah, well, I thought I'd get to surf. But I guess I kind of, kind of pipped you on the America versus Australia yeah. thing. Um, yeah, no, you know, it's good to throw a couple of, couple of crumbs your way. For um, I... Um, <laughs> But yeah, and you know, and then you, I was just starting to get a social life in Australia and meet like girls and stuff. And then you go back to Eton where there's, there's none of that. And again, you're thinking, well, like, yeah, the girls would have been all over some <laughs> New South Wales star midfielder. They're not interested in me now. Back at Eton, trapped. <laughs> and I had a little accent. Like I don't know if you were teased for your American accent. Yeah, I, I was, got yeah. I got really I got teased for my Australian accent. But I th- I don't get the way hang because I I would expect. You know, because normally sort of what happened normally is that, so you, Francis same and you, Ivo, is that at school it's very kind of, especially what it was, it was very British, it was very normal. It was, you know, the typical parents sending the typical children to the schools at that time. So it's a very typical life you've led. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very that exciting. So for someone to come from Australia or someone to come from America, for the other boys, it's actually quite exciting. You have a bit of a story to tell about mm. because th- that life is, you know, we only saw that on television. You know, you saw Home and Away and Neighbours and things like that. And apart from that, you didn't experience Australians. <laughs> so, 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 so I was a, I was a character from Neighbours, <laughs> uh, the exoticism of Toadfish Rebecca. <laughs> so do you know Toadfish or what? But it would be like exciting for me to meet you guys. The most I, exciting yeah. thing for people when I arrived was it was it wasn't that I was from Neighbours, but uh, it was the fact that Australia was six months ahead, and we all watched Neighbours in the boarding house. So for the first six months, I had Neighbours spoilers <laughs> that I could like lord it over the others with, and that staved off the bullies for a while. But I knew that the, the clock was ticking on my Neighbours spoilers. <laughs> as soon as the UK caught up, <laughs> you were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was in real trouble. <laughs> did you try and guess it? <laughs> I, I think I may have attempted a couple of guesses, but very swiftly. That. <laughs> oh, oh no, they've got me. <laughs> they clocked on. I don't know anymore. You have the first guess, but it's wrong. You can pass off as misremembering, <laughs> and then what happens again? They 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 worked you out. <laughs> it's Trump and only card. <laughs> 
<clears throat> but I it's a lovely thought that I was exotic. I think it's more just you just you lash out as a teenager against anything that's a bit different. Uh, and also, I was a, I was a term late, which wasn't ideal. So oh I, yeah, so, that's the worst. So everyone's bo- everyone's bonded. Yeah, in. No, I, um, I was I was also a ter- Francis. <laughs> I was also a term late. Goodness me, it's like staring into the cracked <laughs> mirror from earlier. <laughs> Life really is, but it's one circle of life. <laughs> life is the circle of life. <laughs> oh my god! But it is so that is the tricky thing because, especially, I think, yeah, if you start all school together where everyone's a bit nervous and everyone's a bit freaking out, and that's for any all of the listeners, right? When you start a new school, meant some American or Australian, but then, exactly. but then it, you, but, exactly. pops up. but it's but it's also when you're all in the same bucket together right it's yes. you're all it's <laughs> as the other day <laughs> it's all in the bucket together one for all right you're all kind of like butting against each other so uh, is this is this a mixture of uh, all like these cliches <laughs> yeah but it's true but then when someone comes in who is new especially a term later and also from another country you become a threat and i think oh. that's uh, uh, yeah. I like the threat Ivan was a threat yeah. <laughs> A threat to the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) The bucket community has been established now (laughs) over the course of a long Michaelmas term of bucket-based bonding. (laughs) And now this tanned Hicks turned up. (laughs) He's claiming he's going to (laughs) football. Well, that was the thing, actually. Because your only saving grace was the fact you would have turned up and they thought he might be quite good for the football team. Let's put him in the first and then realise you were shit. Well, that was was, uh, actually what happened to me when I came back. They were like, uh, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I actually played like a bit of county football back in America. (laughs) And they were like, did you? And then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then I was... And they were like, evidently not. But, um, but Francis, you d- and, uh, and this is so... By you, road in the end. So but, but you, Francis fine. also did this another time when we went skiing where, and I know we, we, I dumbed it up a little bit, but it was so funny where I went to Francis where we went on a ski trip filming out there. And Francis went, yeah, I can, I can ski. No, <laughs> I, I, I never said that. I said I'd skied once. Okay. Well, we, went, we went up on this jet lift. And, uh, and you, know, you know when someone... We went straight to the top of a black run. Yeah, you know when someone says, when someone says like, oh, I'm good at sport, and yeah, you yeah. throw them a ball and they can't really catch it, right? You, you know straight away. But then it psychs them out. Yeah, so when Francis went, I can ski. And then when he got to the jet lift to sit on it and he couldn't quite remember how to sit on the jet lift, I literally went, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we no, we no, got but, to the top. To be, honest, to be honest, this is this is this is overegged because I never oh, yeah. actually said that I could ski. I, in fact, I and I in fact I was pleading with the uh, the the <laughs> producers to like let me go and do <laughs> like a, do a refresher. Do <laughs> I don't even know how to <laughs> sit. Yeah, also, it was a whiteout at the top of the back run. Yeah. Francis oh. fell over what he was like for fuck's sake. He was also wearing like a pink onesie like ski suit, oh, yeah. and then he did two other turns, fell over and, and broke his knee. <laughs> was this for was this for Chelsea? Or yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we skied for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so obviously, you're saying so. You think? Do you think you were a little bit of an outsider at school then? Uh, well, I don't. I think there's. I don't want to over romanticize <laughs> it because I don't think. I don't think it was as glamorous as being an outsider. I think you can believe your own hype and go, I I don't belong here. Um, But I think I was just sort of just trying to push in a little bit. And also, a lot of boys went on from Summerfields to to Eton. Uh, It was a very successful feeder school. Um, (laughs) uh, To um, name some, Warpole. um, Well, exactly. Uh, All of the Warpoles. But um, uh, a couple of Fabers. Um, But... um, 
I didn't, but but so some of them have been my pals at Summerfield. Yeah. But as is the way, it's been a few years apart. Things have changed, and I found that quite heartbreaking. It's the same, th- the same thing. So I, I, <laughs> I'm going to have to make a super cut of all of the same times at France. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing happened to me. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. There were a few boys who I'd gone to prep school with, mm-hmm. and because uh, it was a Catholic school, and mm-hmm. I went to this Catholic, Catholic prep school, so there were obviously it was a it was a um, there were a lot of boys that were there. But yeah, like 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 you say, there were a lot of the the the, the ground had shifted. Yes, and when you feel you've been left behind. It yeah. is to, and I remember yeah. it trying to be quite stoic about it and go, yeah. well, time's passed me, but I, I didn't email enough yeah. while I was yeah. in Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't go my <laughs> pen pal enough in order to do it. I didn't think I was going to come back. I was too busy larging it yeah. on Bondi. Um, but then, uh, but my dad, I remember being very <laughs> indignant on my behalf, and he, ke- he kept saying things like, well, you find out who your real friends are. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, not that many of them actually don't. Uh, <laughs> but also, do you think this is why, Ivy, that you turned to entertainment because it was a way of fitting in or a way of being, uh, like, having a... Justifying being different. Or being belonging and or, or, or you felt you were part of a something or what was it? Um, I think there is probably a link there. I don't or maybe because you came in and you were, like, this outsider for for. A, for a bit, you kind of liked the. I'm gonna really embrace. I'm gonna really embrace like, that. How, how can I build on this? Okay, yes, exactly. How can I distance myself further from the traitors, <laughs> as my father kept calling them? <laughs> um, I think I, I. I think I got. I think if I'd been more popular, it's, this is such a cliche of comedy, but I, th- I have found it to be true largely from talking to people. I th- you know that thing. If you're popular at school, you'd be less likely to get into something like comedy. Because you've already got that sense of uh, accomplishment, you don't have that need to prove yourself, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that at school, and so when I went to uni, which is where I started doing stand up, I thought like I've I've not really enjoyed the last five years that much. I want to make a new start and do some new things and try some new things. So that was where it came from. <clears throat> but it's also interesting, right? Is that you? Um you know, Keith, this is what you sort of think. So you're you're eaten educated. You've gone to Oxford because you're you're intelligent and things, like that, and you've picked that kind of route to go. And I think they picked him. Maybe. Oh, they they picked you. They did pick me. I <laughs> said <laughs> terrible interviewer. Said you'll be delighted to hear, uh, Professor Nelson, that uh, I've I've elected, I've allowed Oxford to select me. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I got rejected from Oxford. Fucking <laughs> yeah, Francis got drunk and then was told he had to do another interview. And he was like, oh, oh for fuck's no, sake, that's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they get. But the interesting thing is that you you chose the street. You went to Oxford. Those kind of things. And I, I suppose you you could you you had this choice of taking two routes, right? Where what Oxford does for you is it gives you a very good degree. It gives you, if you work on things like that, and it gives you a very good kind of start off in life in terms of getting jobs and things like mm-hmm. that. That's a kind of big advantage of Oxford, that you're incredibly hireable from businesses and things like that. Um, and you had the choice, I suppose, of doing that or taking the other road, which is much more, I suppose, with much less security and things like that and going down a road of entertainment where you're actually, you've gone through all this trouble getting this degree and doing this thing and going down that road, but then in fact going against what Oxford kind of supplies for you and is necessarily for. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I do see what you mean. And I think... um, Well, I guess if you've got an Oxford degree... It's less. It's, it's more secure, right? Yeah, like but, less but, but my yeah. point is, it seems. It seems. I suppose you can take bigger <coughs> risks because it, it. It seems. I suppose, uh, in a way, slightly probably pointless in order to do go through that effort in order to go to that university and get that degree and do those things. 
unless you saw it as a safety blanket. It, Unlike it, your performing arts degree <laughs> from Leeds. <laughs> yeah, Love which it. was my safety blanket. Which, I was like, I'm going to get this degree. You wouldn't have got the, you got the gig in Made in Chelsea. <laughs> yes. if you hadn't done that. Can always go back to the performing arts <laughs> yeah. if I need to. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. I think, well, I think lots of what you both said is true. I think, like Francis said, it does give you the confidence that you can try something for a few years and still have quite a good, you know, Fallback, thing, or the yeah. thing on your CV to apply for more conventional paths with. Um, although I, I worry that I'm maybe so passing the point of no return now. Um, <laughs> like, do they still care about the Oxford degree now? Yeah, my God. 29 years old, yeah. I've got to do this now. I actually, I saw, um, because we, we get sent like CVs and things like that for my business, Candy Kins, we get sent things through and I saw someone's CV today and it said all these different things and all these tributes and it said like GCSEs and, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And I thought... What the fuck would I put on my CV if I had to do it? Made I would, in I would say, I would literally say, I would go, I, I would put my GCSEs down. I got all C's, yeah. two B's and a D. I would say that. A level, I got B, C, D. I went to theatre performance at Leeds. I did Main Chelsea. And I worked at Bar and Burger for a week. <laughs> that's literally what I would put on my CV. I'd lead with Byron up front. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's in the biggest font, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ivo, before we move on, we got to do one thing that we always like to do in the podcast. So Francis, you give us a question. Um, oh, yes. Francis asks us a question, we try and answer it, and it's a very lovely little mm-hmm. format we like to do in the podcast. Okay. Uh, so, right. Francis, please, let's have the question of the week. What is the gayest animal <laughs> right. on the savannah? <laughs> on the savannah, I had to have narrowed it down to the savannah. I had to, I had to give you a bit of a <laughs> yes. On the, and and obviously by savannah we need we mean South America, South uh, South the South of America. What Southern America? I'm afraid not. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> savannah. Um, savannah. Give me another go. Uh, no, savannah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Come on, Jamie. <laughs> Made in Chelsea went on safari, didn't they? I've literally <laughs> What's seen the those gayest episodes? animal in Savannah, Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> it won't last long. I thought. Okay, what is the gayest animal in Africa? What, what, so what, what do we mean by the? Because this. It, I mean, like, which is the which is the most gay? <laughs> what happy? As in, no, no. Which one has sex with men? Uh, oh, the what same is the most? Okay, fine. Um, Ivo, you're the guest. When you have a little, you're the guest. <laughs> when you have a little guest. Um, nice, sort of polite, but also. Quite high pressure. Are you, are, we, are you talking about the animal? No, what's nice and polite, <laughs> but also but also handles pressure well. <laughs> Those are what you need on the savannah: politeness, ability to deal with high pressure situations, and of course, a week working at Byron Burger. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I just don't know. So uh, I, I've got no idea. I'm just going to say an impala. An impala. Yes. All right. I could quite like, okay, I am going to go for. <clears throat> I'm going to go for a hippo. You think the hippos are the gayest? <laughs> I think hippo, yeah. Francis? <laughs> so you think the impala yeah. is gayer than the hippo, and you think the hippo is gayer than yeah, the I impala? Yeah, so. I think so. I have no knowledge or uh, interest, but um, <laughs> I uh, that, that's, that's the first animal that came to my mind. All right. All right, well, listen, hey, Francis, you're going to tell us in part two, but Ivo, Ivo, we're going to have a little break there, um, but come back in part two. We're well, not going anywhere. We've locked the doors. So we'll see you in part two. And we've run two. over, so you don't get a break. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to go straight into it. Hey, team, we'll see you in part two. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>